As you board, please move across your car to make room for everyone and kindly offer available seating to those needing special assistance. If you're standing, please hold on to the handrails and stay clear of the doors. They will be closing in a moment. Thank you. Howdy, hey, and welcome to another episode of Disney Assembled. I'm Troy. And I'm Mimi. And we are your happy little father-daughter podcast, here to create joy and share our love for all things Disney. Disney Assembled is sponsored by our patrons over on Patreon, Brenda, Danny, Connie, and Andrew. Yeah, thank you guys very much. If you would like to join them and become part of our Patreon supporter family, head on over to our website, DisneyAssembled.com, and click on the Become a Patron button. Membership starts as little as $2 a month. Also. If you're looking to add additional Disney magic to your life, check out Magic of the Mouse Radio. Magic of the Mouse Radio is the best internet radio station playing all your favorite Disney hits 24-7, 365, Magic of the Mouse Radio. Check it out. Our show airs on Magic of the Mouse Radio every Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday morning at 9 a.m. Eastern. In addition to the Magic of the Mouse Radio family, I am so proud to be a part of the Magic of the Mouse News family. MagicOfTheMouseNews.com has articles for anything and everything Disney-related that you might want to read. So make sure to go check it out. MagicOfTheMouseNews.com Absolutely, you should do that. Okay, we are ep- we are episoding, we are recording today's episode, January 21st, 2024. And if you are a longtime listener to the show, you may notice a slight uh, change in the audio quality today. My microphone decided to say they're on vacation. My microphone has decided that today is not the day that it is going to work. It is taking a day off. And so uh, we are sharing Mimi's microphone today. So if it sounds a little different than usual, uh, that is why. I think it's time. We've been doing this for over 200 episodes. Mm -hmm. I think it's time to invest some lettuce into the equipment. What, what do you think? Do you think, I think a couple of good mics, I mean, we have good mics, right? But a couple of different mics, maybe a soundboard, maybe, maybe. I don't know. I what don't do you think? I don't know if there's a need for a soundboard. I don't know. Yeah. I want it to sound really good. I mean, after 200 episodes, I, I think I'm, I'm satisfied with the quality of our audio, but I'm always looking for ways to make it a little bit better, right? Mm-hmm. We want to sound as good as possible. I can't do much about my natural sounding voice, which I know is nasally, especially now I am still... Still dealing with some of the um, infection that we caught on the way back from our trip a couple weeks ago. I'm yeah. still coughing a little bit here and there. I'm still a little congested, but that doesn't, I mean, my, my voice is the way it yeah. is. Right? Anyways. No microphone can change that, I suppose. Anyways, yeah. So we're only on one mic this week, but that's okay. I'm not worried about it. Yeah, only on one mic this week. But Aside yeah, from that, we'll make it work. we have some things going on. We've got the Disney Dad Joke of the Week. We've got a new segment that we're introducing. And this week we're going to talk about New Year's Eve and what it was like spending New Year's Eve in Epcot because we threw that poll out and we asked the best place to go and you guys said Epcot. So we went and um, it was a time. 
Yeah. So we've got some some things to say about New Year's Eve. Yeah, we know it's been a couple of weeks since New Year's Eve, and but we did want to sort of walk you through, I guess, our experience, our observations of being in Disney World on New Year's Eve, especially you and I spent the evening at Epcot, had lots of fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, we want to walk people through that in case you were wondering about New Year's Eve at Walt Disney World, give you a sense of from people who were actually there, what it was like. Um, including the crowds, right? And all that good stuff. So yeah, definitely have that conversation today. Anything else going on in the world of Disney or whatever that you want to I don't think report so. on this week? I don't think now? I have anything additional that I need to share. Yeah, I think um, I, I know some news came out about Star Wars not long ago with new movies being planned and the TV shows. And yeah, so that was something from the predictions that has been checked off. Yeah, we predicted that they would announce Star Wars movies this year and they actually did. So I don't think we have a title yet though. I think I think all the news said was it's in production and we don't know anything right. else about it. I will say I finished watching all of the What If season two episodes and I thought they were really good. I think the What If is, in my opinion, some of the best Marvel content to come out this year. This year hasn't been that old yeah we had not seen echo yet we have not seen echo echo came out when we were both really sick and i don't every all seven episodes dropped at the same time and so it's like kind of daunting to look at and be like yeah let's watch it right it's like it's like nine hours of content we'll eventually get to that maybe share that with some of our patrons and maybe over on our youtube channel youtube channel yeah let's do that right you know you can check out the youtube channel put some shorts on there from our trip which was lots of fun. And our TikTok, we've continuing to grow. We're over 900 followers now on TikTok. We need to get to that thousand. We're very I don't know why, but kind of like to get to that thousand. So if you're a TikToker and you're not following us, check it out. We had some good, fun stuff there. Heck yeah. All right. So we're going to talk about New Year's Eve. We have our Disney Dad Joke of the Week and we have a new segment. Do you want to tell everybody what the new segment is? Yeah, totally. We'll kind of do it at the end of the episode, right? We'll do it at the end of the episode. I guess so. Okay. So for Christmas, we were gifted a Disney trivia game. And it's really fun. It's like a board game. But we are going to throw out a Disney trivia question of the week. And then you guys can email us, DisneyAssembled at gmail.com. Or you can send us a message on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, all at DisneyAssembled with y'all's answers. Yep. And then if you get it correct, and you'll get a shout out on the show. Yeah, and we'll yeah we'll we'll do that. Maybe we'll look at we'll look into getting some prizes. Maybe maybe some stickers we'll and look stuff. Into that. Yeah, we'll look into that. We don't have any big prizes this week. This week's just for fun. It's a practice week. This is our practice yes. round, right? To see how it goes. But yeah, we'll do our Disney trivia question at the end. But there was you have to listen through the whole thing. Don't fast forward to the end. Listen to the whole thing, mm-hmm. and then we'll have the Disney uh, trivia question at the end. Yes. All right, you ready to get into things this week? Yes. You ready for the Disney Dad Joke of the Week? Yes. All right, ladies and gentlemen and Disney fans everywhere, it is time for this week's Disney Dad Joke of the Week. Boy. Mimi. Yes. Rabbit. What about him? You would think, you would think that if Rabbit went to Walt Disney World, Rabbit's favorite ride would be Winnie the Pooh. Mm-hmm. But it's really not Winnie the Pooh. What is Rabbit's it? favorite attraction is actually in Tomorrowland. Yeah, he loves the carrot sale of progress. Get it? Yeah. The carrot sale? Yes. Of that progress. is really funny. Did you I can tell by how yourself? much you're laughing how funny that one is. That one's cute. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It's a cute one. That's, Whatever. A, that's a quirky and creative one. Trying to 
keep me from being too depressed about my bad joke this week. Ladies and gentlemen, Disney fans, if you have a Disney dad joke that you would like us to consider using on the show, send us an email, disneysimile at gmail.com, or like Mimi said, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, Twitter, TikTok, all at Disney Assembled. Send us a message. If we haven't used it yet and it's appropriate for the show, we might use it and give you a shout out. All right. Heck yeah. The eve of New Year's. So when, let, let's start from the beginning, right? When yeah, because New Year's was kind of like the reason we chose to go right. when we did. So one of, yeah. So we, we chose to take this trip during the time. Well, first of all, we were, we were, we had some vacation because of school being out and everything mm-hmm. else. But we also thought being there for New Year's would be cool because we could have gone after New Year's, right? We could have taken a few less days, a few right, days. Like we right? could have gone up after the holiday. Right. But we didn't do that. So we went and we got there specifically before New Year's so we could do New Year's Eve at Walt Disney World. Mm-hmm. And so part of our planning was to be there because we wanted to also come back and tell everybody what it was like. Because we, you know, we didn't know a whole, believe it or not, we did not know a whole lot about what Disney World does for New Year's Eve before planning this trip, did we? No, we knew pretty much nothing. And so... We literally, I had to ask you guys, because we did not know... We didn't really do, like, holiday vacations. It's not exactly something we do in, like, the family, right? Like, we right. tend to stay home on holidays. And um, so, yeah, not a whole lot of, of research is, is done into that. And right. so, we did not... And we put a question lot. out on the socials to all of you guys and all the people who follow us on the socials, like, where should we go for New Year's Eve? And... Pretty much everybody, except for maybe one person, but m- the vast majority of the responses we got were, you got to go to Epcot. Right. That Epcot was the place to be for New Year's Eve. And so that's what we did. We decided to get a park reservation for Epcot that day. And the idea was that all four of us were going to be in Epcot through midnight. Right. And we would just go in the morning. We would go like later in the morning and not, you know, not get there early and um, stay late. Right. The idea was to sleep in, have breakfast. That was, the, that was the morning we had Kona Cafe. Right. We had Kona Cafe that morning. Oh, we didn't talk about that last week for new things we did. Kona Cafe. And we'll talk about that when we do a food episode. Right. Quick yeah. rundown. It was okay. All right. So we slept in. We had breakfast. We went to Epcot during the day. And the idea was we were just going to stay there. We weren't going to park hop that day because the, the fear that we heard was if you leave the park... And then the crowds start showing up later that they might not let more people in. Like they may actually get to capacity because we heard that Epcot was extremely popular for New Year's Eve. Right. And so we were, we were not, even though we had park hopper tickets, we were not going to park hop that day. Right. Right. We did buy Genie this day. This is, I think we, this was the first day that we did Genie. We didn't use it the first day we were there and um you know when we we walked into the park it was empty like there were not very many people in epcot at like 11 11 30 like i was very concerned that we weren't gonna like be able to do anything at all but the park like didn't really start to fill until like three four o'clock in the afternoon it started to get noticeably more crowded as the er- late afternoon, early evening started to set in. So I think people who were planning to stay through midnight were sort of saying, okay, well, if I get here around five, you know, I'm going to get a good seven hours, right? Right. I'll have like some time to do 
some things, but like not, yeah. And I think some people got there early enough to maybe do a couple of attractions, then have dinner, and then sort of walk around, do some more attractions, and then wait for midnight. But before we before we talk about it, we did get a preview the night before. Oh yes, of the Magic Kingdom fireworks because we were like, okay, well, we were at the Magic Kingdom. We we ended up going to the Magic Kingdom on the thirtieth because we had reservations. At Hoopty Doo review for dinner that yeah, night. So, so we had to go to Magic like, Kingdom first. Right. In order so what to get ended there. up happening was we did Hollywood Studios in the morning. And then when our room was ready, we came back to the poly at like three o'clock, checked in. And the the idea initially was to just hang out at the poly until we had to go to dinner at eight. But very quickly, I think we got bored of, of that. And I was like, let's go to Magic Kingdom. And I kind of pushed. But we had to go to Magic Kingdom to take the boat to Fort Wilderness anyway, right? And so that was kind of my point. Like we can go ride the people mover and then get on the boat or we could just sit here and then go and then get on the boat. Right. right. And so the we ended up um, going into the park and hanging out for a little bit. And then they actually did the fireworks twice that night. They did them once at six and then again at like nine when the park was closing. So right before we were leaving on the 30th to go to Hoopty Doo, we stopped near the train station right yeah, on like Main pretty, Street. Like pretty much at the exit. And we watched the New Year's Eve fireworks show that they were going to do at the Magic Kingdom. We got a preview of that. It was cute. I mean, you know. It was, it was short. It was cute. And, you know, whatever. There was a so. countdown and the fireworks, the fireworks that were going off were sort of numbered, like three, five, four. Like yeah, the countdown was numbers. in fireworks shape. If you could, if you looked at it just right, you if could it, tell. If it was shot, if it like happened to like hit a certain way, it looked right. like the number. Um, and then we sort of rush out of there. <laughs> so we did see the fireworks countdown for Magic Kingdom before New Year's Eve. And after seeing it, I'm kind of glad we weren't there for New Year's Eve because I thought it didn't measure. Ultimately, it didn't measure up to what Epcot's was, I think. No, it didn't. Um, but I, I, I will say, like kind of jumping ahead, I was a little bit disappointed in both fireworks shows, and I understand that it can't be a whole um, production, but both shows were only like, the Magic Kingdom show was like seven minutes long, but the Epcot one was like four minutes long, and I was I was a little disappointed. Like, I wanted it to be like a little bit longer and not just straight up the countdown right. and like that was it. Well, the park was shutting down at one, right? So, so it was an hour right. after midnight, right? Right. So we let's let's go back to New let's Year's Eve. Let's go chronological. Eve. Well, let's go back to New Year's Eve day, or maybe on the thirtieth we found this out. So one of the we so we stayed at the Polynesian for this particular trip, mm-hmm. and we stayed at the Polynesian in a club level accommodations. Mm-hmm. Right. So not only we were at the Poly, but we were at club level Poly. Right. Mm-hmm. Don't get don't get it twisted. We're not we're not rich, but we splurged on this particular trip. And the last trip. Okay, we splurged on two trips in a row. <laughs> we probably will not be splurging anytime soon again. But yeah. the point is, we were staying at the Poly, and we were staying at a club-level Poly for this particular trip. And what we found out on the 30th, as we were going to the Magic Kingdom, I believe, or maybe, yeah, I think it was before we left to go to them, because we were getting ready to go on the monorail, maybe, mm-hmm. to get out, to go over there. We found out that day that if you were staying at the Poly, the Poly had like a special event on the beach to watch the show and have the music and everything pumped in from the Poly beach. If you were staying at the Poly, all you had to do is get like a little wristband. Right. So we all got the wristband for the show. Right. 
And then we walk into the club um, on, I think it, this was, you know, when we're checking into our room and they're like, do you have your wristband? And we're like, yeah, we got it at the, at the front. And they were like, what? Like there's a special club pass. So the the club people, the concierge lounge people had like a private viewing spot with the chairs. All the beach chairs were put in the club section um, on the beach and they had like drink service and like whatever. And so there was like this own private party for club people to watch. the Which we had no idea was being offered for New Year's Eve. So you had to get a special wristband for that. Correct. Now, then a decision had to be made. So then a decision had to be made because you couldn't be at the poly party and at Epcot at the same time. Right. So we had to make a decision. And what we ended up doing was you and I stayed at Epcot. Right. And then your mother and your brother, who weren't really into it, decided to yeah, go back to the they, poly. They did not. It became to be like 845 and I was getting very anxious about having a fireworks spot because 845 wasn't because the lines were so long. It wasn't enough time to go wait in line for something, but it was arguably too long to camp out for fireworks. And mom and brother were not into it. So they they left. They went back to the poly. And they like took a nap or something and then they watched the fireworks from the beach and they said that it was really cool that yeah. they were launching. So typically when you watch Happily Ever After from the Polynesian beach, it's just the ones that are shot up like from behind Magic Kingdom, right? But on New Year's Eve, there were there was like a special spot closer to the poly where they were firing fireworks off and then an, an additional second spot closer to the Grand Flow where they were shooting fireworks off from over there. And so each resort, like Magic Kingdom and the Poly and the Grand Flow, had their own sort of private fireworks. And it was basically the same show, but they were all firing fireworks closer to you. So you could see them. So better. you could see them better. Right. It was the same show, the same timing, the same music, whatever, but like it was being fired off closer to And me. like mom was saying, for the club level people, there was champagne being served. There was, and I don't think it was at an extra cost because it was part of your club level well, yeah, because if you could go to the club and get a beer why would it not right and then the regular poly crowd i think they did have drinks for sale and stuff like so but so it was a real nice setup that they did but we did not know like if there was no we didn't know in advance that the polynesian was doing anything special like that yeah but we i had gotten really excited for epcot and i wanted to stay right so we stayed at epcot now the poly was fun i'm sure i mean your mother and your brother really enjoyed seeing the fireworks from there and doing the show there and it was easy for them but we ended up staying in the World Showcase area at Epcot. We did, yeah. Okay, so let me talk about this for a second. Should we give we, them the setup first? I'm just going to, like, tell them the story. Like, okay. So we had Soren. We had Soren Genies, Lightning Lanes, for, like, 5.30. And we walk into Soren. We ride Soren. We walk out, and, like, everybody's in Epcot, right? Like, literally, like, the crowd changed. Ooh, like that. There you go. And um, so it was all of a sudden very, very busy. And we have to like... And cold. And freezing. It was particularly cold on New Year's Eve. So we're like swimming our way back to Germany because we had dinner reservations at the beer garden for six. We did have beer garden reservations on New Year's Eve. And it was delicious, you know, whatever. But as we were walking up to check in, Germany, not like the pavilion, like the country had just hit midnight at six o'clock. And so all the uh, culture exchange 
program employees were like celebrating and like give each other hugs and like it was very it was like electric it was very right. sweet so that's one thing that. we yeah. like celebrating like their country being in 20, being in the new year right and that's one of the things i wanted to mention that mimi just brought up is that whatever pavilion you are in when it turns the new year at that country the cast members from that country they 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 celebrate they have a moment and so if you were in the east like if you were in japan or china they turn midnight like much earlier like in the day for us. And so, but we were happened to be there for Germany. It was really, really cool to see because all the cast members who were from Germany stopped for just a moment and celebrated. And, and it was lots of fun to and see like them the, do that. The band was playing the little band that plays in the beer garden. And they had all the servers had like gone down to the little dancing area and they were like dancing around. It was really cute. Yeah. And then, you know, 30, 30, three minutes later, they were like back to work, but right. It was it was sweet. So we're we're eating at Beer Garden, and we they actually did run the fireworks show at six o'clock, and we missed all of it because we were in the beer garden. I and think they were showing Luminous at six o'clock, wasn't it? I don't think so. Was it the New Year's Eve show? I think I it was the so. New Year's Eve show. I, well, they did some show, but we didn't see they it. Did, we were yeah, they did some version of the fireworks at six o'clock, and we didn't see it. So we come out of Beer Garden. This is kind of where Mom and Brother decide that they are ready to split off. They don't really want to stay. Um, actually, I think they went to go do test track and they left, but I was getting like very, very anxious about not having a spot for the fireworks and it was dark. And so you and I take a walk around world showcase. We did do a walk almost all the way around world showcase. We stayed mostly. We didn't really go farther than Italy because we didn't want to get stuck. Yeah. We may have gone a little bit further, but we didn't go all the way around (laughs) towards Towards the Mexico side. No, we right. did not do that. We went from Germany towards like towards Morocco, towards Italy versus like more towards France. Um, but um now we should tell everybody what the setup sort of was, because what Disney yeah. does in Epcot and World Showcase to help disperse the crowds out a little bit is there are three countries that have sort of parties set up with DJs and lights and music. And it's it, very cool. So it's very festive. And so one is China. So the China Pavilion had a DJ and a big stage set up and we could see it from where we were, where we were, which is mostly towards Italy. We were like right outside Italy. Couldn't hear it. We couldn't hear what was going on over there, but it had some cool stuff. We saw that they had like fire coming out of some dragons that were on Mm -hmm. part of their stage. So that was lots of fun. Italy had a DJ with lasers and, and like a rave party type situation. And then Morocco was the third country. So they had them. No, no, it wasn't Japan. It was... It was definitely Japan. I think it was... I thought it was Morocco. It was definitely Japan. I thought it was further towards France than Japan was. It was... It was China, Italy, Japan, and then... It was Japan. Now that I'm thinking about it, I remember being in Japan. And then the UK, like Britain, had a silent disco. Okay, that's true. Right. So you are correct. I apologize. So yes, Japan was the third sort of rave party and then as mimi said in the garden behind uh in the great in in the in the uk pavilion there was uh, a quiet party for uh for guests and and who have sensory challenges Is right that what it was i, I don't think know. so Seven and they were, were just general generally popular they were very popular it was sort of uh, yes and it was 
it seemed to be well attended by those who were looking to do that. And it was lots of fun. Yeah. So there were four essential areas set up, three of them with very active, you know, lasers, lights, DJ, I think, party atmosphere. I think something that's really important to mention is that Epcot New Year's Eve became very adult very quickly. There weren't, once it turned dark, there were not a lot of kids. And yeah. I know part of that is that- Teens through adults, yeah. A lot of, a part of that is definitely that parents lie to their kids and say that New Year's Eve is earlier than it is. I don't think you guys ever did that with us. We just got tired and went to bed and lost interest. Um, but, you know, whatever. But the kids that were there were so tired and should have gone home. It was it was definitely upsetting to see lots of kids like asleep on the ground um, with a lot of very tall, very drunk like, you know, I, would, I didn't, I don't, I don't remember seeing a lot of very drunk adults, it but certainly not, not very drunk, but, and I'm not saying it was, I dangerous. didn't see anyone acting inappropriate. No, it was not, it was not ridiculous. It wasn't a safety issue. It's just, it was just like love. It was just numbers. a party. It was just that there were so many people in such a small concentrated area that had been drinking. And every time I saw a toddler, I was like, very scared well, that this kid was going to get lost in the waves. Like, let's break things down a little bit in categories. Let's talk about the crowds. Let's talk about crowds. We'll talk about the food and drink that was being served. We'll talk about the fireworks show and where you had to be to see things. And then sort of post show what happened, right? So mm -hmm. when we start with crowds, when the actual New Year's Eve crowd was established, it was packed. It was awful. I mean, you were really, and, and during, especially, so if you were talking about like during the actual countdown, there was no possible way you were getting anywhere. So you were stuck where you were for some time. Cast members were literally standing in the middle of walkways. Like if you're walking north, you're going to stand on the right side. If you're walking south, you're going to stand on the left side. Like it literally directing traffic. And, and did a fantastic job, by the way. And when I tell you that, it was literally a sea of people. Like you could not weave around people. Like it was so, so packed. It was not the place around. for strollers. No, or <laughs> it was certainly not. And there was literally like, you had to pick a place and stay there because there was no like rejoining the crowd. Right. And the lines to get water or snacks or blankets, people were going into my blankets. And all those booths were open. So they yeah. didn't close anything. No, so if you wanted the beer, if you wanted the drink, you could get one. But you had to wait in the line. If you needed water or snack, like everything was open. But the lines were so long. Like I was so hungry at the end of it, but I just completely like gave up. I was like, I'm not sitting in that line. There's no way. If for no other reason, then I don't want to lose our spot at the fireworks. So we had settled kind of right outside of Italy where a lot of people tend to watch the fireworks. And mostly because it's centered. It's almost, it's, it's pretty much near the center of it's head on on spaceship earth. Right. And we were, we had gotten there at like nine 15, I'd say. And you know, thank God because maybe 15 minutes after we sat down, a bunch of people started coming to sit down like around us. And so we were relatively close. Um, we were, I think we, I'd say we were about three or four rows back from, um, from the railing. So we had a pretty good spot, right? And so I wasn't about to give that up to go get a snack. But the the crowd was 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 crazy. Like there were people smushed up next to us on either side and very tall people trying to sit in front of me right. and Well, let's just say this about the crowds. If you are looking to avoid thick crowds, do not go to Epcot on no. New Year's Eve. But if the crowd doesn't bother you and you want to have a let's put this way, if you are 
an older teenager, young adult, older adult, looking for a fun party atmosphere. It was fantastic. Like the music was great. We were dancing. We were, we even did some live. Like if you go back on our Instagrams, you can see that we did some lives and we did some, I took some videos. It was a lot of fun, but you had to be comfortable with crowd. If you were sort of claustrophobic and didn't like being around hordes of people, you were not going to have a good time. It was also very cold. Right. Well, it was also very cold, but that's, you know, that's something, just weather about, is, it was yeah. cold everywhere at Disney at that point, but not just Epcot. So something about yeah. New Year's Eve in particular was very cold. Okay. So that was the crowd. So that's the crowd. So that's the it food, was crazy. not much to say about the food. Everything was open. If you wanted the, if you wanted the snack, if you wanted a drink, you could get it, but you had to wait in line. What I would say is some of the countries had shorter lines because they didn't have a lot of active New Year's Eve stuff going on. So like, for example, I think Morocco one of the little food and drink booths outside of Morocco, I noticed had a small, a short line. If you can get a beer, you can get a drink. That's because everybody was trying to make their way to Japan or Italy. But, you know, so if you were in line at Germany or Italy or Japan to get a drink, you're going to be in a long line because everyone was there partying. For sure. But the, the other the other countries, maybe not as crowded. But definitely not to not to say that there was nobody there. Or there was people all over the place, right? So food and drink was definitely available. They made those things. Uh, they didn't close any of those booths. So they stayed open all night, which was smart on Disney's part because, believe me, they were making a ton of money on New Year's Eve at Epcot. For sure. Now, I don't want to talk about the people in the crowd. Or I don't want to complain about people who stood in front of us or whatever, but let's talk about the really show quick. itself. Yeah. So, and we'll share some, we've shared some pictures online of how. The, sp- the spaceship Earth was lighting up and the lasers and stuff. One thing I will mention that I was, I thought they were going to do that they did not do was do an actual number countdown on Spaceship Earth using the lights on Spaceship Earth. I thought they were going to do that, and that was not part of the countdown. It was not. Would you ex- would you expect that as well? I, mean, I did I expect was. it, but I think what we got instead was really cool. So the show started... He's like, welcome, and da 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 da. And it went through each country on the World Showcase and was like, our friends over in Germany hit New Year's at 6 p.m. our time. And then each country had their own, like, 25 own, second right, music and show. fireworks show for yeah, each like, country. And it was yeah. the same kind of firework, right? Like, it was like a sparkler and then once it's put on, whatever. So they went through each country. It was very cool. And then when it gets to America, it's now time to do the countdown. And so we do the countdown and then. I think every single firework that was in Disney's arsenal was thrown up into the sky. It was literally like someone had turned on a light. Seriously, it was, I cannot begin to describe it. The video is on the, on the podcast, but when it hit New Year's, you could hear choo-choo-choo-choo-choo-choo. Like you could hear them going up. That's how many there were. And yeah, all we, the fireworks hit like at one time. It was so cool. We definitely shared a video of the finale of the fireworks show on our TikTok and Instagram. You should check it out. A lot of people have checked it out. It was insane. It was absolutely insanity that fireworks finale for New Year's Eve. Like Mimi said, I have never seen so many fireworks going off all at the same time. It was almost overwhelming to the senses. Like at one point, it was it almost was vertigo inducing because the combination of the sound and the brightness of the light that was sort of coming out of nowhere was it was awesome 
There was a moment where I was like, is this safe? I'm not convinced this is there safe. There was a moment, yeah, there was actually a moment where we're like, is this what it's supposed to be or are right, we in like, danger? Is, right, like, should we start running? Right, what? right. Well, there was no chance of running. There was, the, but absolutely, the fireworks show was fantastic. The lasers were mostly, and we took some pictures, a lot of blues and purples and pinks yeah. for color schemes um, for the lasers that were going off. Um, no projection mapping. None you know, none of the, I don't think any of the water features from the fountains on, on the lake were being no, used. No, the barges weren't. Yeah, really the barges weren't, weren't being used. But great fireworks show. Show ended. Say, everybody's all pumped up. I will say, the show made me realize quite how big World Showcase is. Because they were firing off the fireworks in France and, like, Morocco. And you could, like, barely see them. From where we were. And I was like, what the heck? Like, how, how is this? It's not this big. It doesn't seem this big. And then, you know, you get to UK, which is like pretty much like a solid 45 degrees away from where Italy is across the lake. (coughs) And you could barely see the fireworks. It was very cool. So everybody's pumped up. Everybody's excited. We're like, yeah, America, you know, whatever. Like America, 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 America. We got fireworks, America. And so Everyone starts like... Can I pet that dog? Okay. Everybody starts running out. And I look at Papa and I'm like, okay, Remy's, there's no way it has that long of a wait. It said 40 minutes. I don't buy it, whatever. So... So we had to get from Italy to France. We had to get from... No, we had to get from Italy to the front of Epcot. And so I said, we could either spend an hour walking and waiting for the monorail to take us back... True. ...to the TTC, or... We could wait an hour in Remy's and ride a ride that we really like and get so a last we, minute ride in. Because it was only midnight, right? And the park closed at one. Yeah, the fireworks so show was have, over not long after midnight. It didn't last very long. No, so we did technically have an hour to, you know, sort of do whatever we wanted, right? And so I was like, let's go to Remy's. And so we have to get from Italy to France while everybody is trying to go in that direction. And we were kind of hoping that most people were just trying to leave or get another drink before the bars closed. And, they and we were, were like, let's, 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 if we can get to France, if most people aren't thinking about Remy, if they're not checking the rides on the apps and maybe we can get one, a ride in before. Because you know, it before hadn't hit me until we had already started walking. I was like, oh, like we could get on a ride right now. Right. And so I was like, hmm, maybe other people aren't thinking about rides. And so we get to France after lots of rushing and pushing past people and, you know, being overall a nice Disney citizen. And there was like nobody back there. It was a relatively short. I think we waited maybe 20 minutes. The, how, like the outside line was closed. Most of the inside line was closed. I would say we waited about 20, 25 minutes because people who had lightning lanes had started to show up. Right. But truly, it was not. We didn't wait very long for it at all. So here's a tip. <coughs> and here's what we learned. A post New Year's Eve attraction ride. We get in line. I'm sure the two people right behind <laughs> us in line were wonderful people. They were obviously older college students. Um, and I'm sure they are wonderful people. I don't know who they are. They're either older college students or like... Fresh out of college. Yeah, like 25 years old. Right. Like not much older than that. Okay. And I will say this. They weren't belligerent, but they had been enjoying themselves. And they decided to make a phone call. And to their friend Will. And so... It was on speaker, blasting so that everybody in line could hear it. And they were talking very loudly in line because, of course, their hearing was, you know, distorted at this point from the condition they were in. So everybody was hearing everything. It was really and it was funny. a really awkward conversation because 
They weren't really saying anything. Like, they, weren't, they weren't like right. Happy New Year. Mm-hmm. Like they were just kind of gossiping about their right. third and, friends. And, and then one like, and the guy. It was a guy. It was a. It was a guy and, and I guess his girlfriend or whatever. They were newly engaged. We had and to hear so, about that a lot. Yeah, and then he was like, "Yeah, he bumped into her and spilled her drink, and I was going to. I didn't want to get banned from Disney." So he's like, you yeah, know, Mister Tough Guy." He, and he believe me, if you'd seen this guy, you would not think. Yeah, he was. He was, tough guy. He was so, like, yeah, she. He, this guy like bumped into Sarah, and I didn't want to get into those Disney aren't their fight. names. We're, we we shouldn't mention names because we don't know who they were. We don't know their names, but the point is that's true. Um, they like were they were in a condition, and periodically, her condition was deteriorating rapidly oh, in the yeah. line we, to the point where I was concerned about on Remy, which is three D, and you know, jolts, you jolts around. around. I did not want to be stuck in a mouse with her. No, I was concerned about it. I, I was worried her. about protein spills in code V. I was looking at her and I was, it just, her face changed so quickly. Like it, it had suddenly hit her very hard, the condition she was in. And I looked at Papa and I said, she is going to get sick on this ride and I cannot handle it. Right. We need to go somewhere else. So and we had so a plan. We, <laughs> we had a plan. Develop a plan. So we had the plan. The plan was when we were making the turn on the switch in the line, there was a, a, an area where you turn. Like right by Gusto. And it had like a, it sort of widens out in the turn. And that told Mimi, okay, here's, here's what we're going to do. When we get to that part of the line, I'm going to get out of the line and bend down and pretend to be tying my shoes. <laughs> now they're going to stop. And I'm just going to look at him and say, no, it's okay. I have to tie my shoe. Just go ahead and get, I said, I want them as far in front of us as we can get. And so that's what we did. We turned by Gusto and I bent down to tie my shoe and they looked at us and I said, no, you guys go ahead. It's okay. No big deal. And they were like, oh, thank you very much. (laughs) And they kept going and I waited for a few more families to go. And of course, the more adult people who weren't in that condition knew exactly what I was doing. There and were, they looked at us and they were like, they like gave me like this look like uh, smart move. And so we ended up, this, we, we ended up getting a rat without them. This couple was, I think the only people that I saw that were really sort of, you know, not in their right mind. Right. Like right. there were a lot of people who had been drinking, right. It was New Year's Eve. It's I've caught like that's the whole thing. But like this couple, like were, they were in over their heads a little bit. I think yeah, they, with their they, consumption they, that they, night. They had done a little bit too much. And but. we got off the rat and I was like, Hmm. I wonder if she got sick. Yeah, I don't think she did. I think she I got off the ride. Because we did run into them as we were leaving France. They were kind of trying to figure out where they wanted to go. And, and like how to walk. They seemed to be, <laughs> they were walking okay. But you could tell that she, her condition was, you know, getting worse by the minute. So oh, yeah. we, ended up, we ended up doing Remy's, which is a great way to start. And then we our our January 1st, the first thing we did in 2024. Was why Remy's ride to adventure. Oh yeah, and then we were able to walk right on the monorail. It was no, at that point going. We had to, we had to obviously walk to the monorail station from France, which is a long walk. But when we got there, there was hardly anyone there. We had the crowds had pretty much dispersed, and we were able to get back without any problems. Still, yeah, there were still a lot of people leaving Epcot, but I had forgotten a lot of bus riders. I had forgotten about the buses and about the parking lot. I I had just totally forgotten that you are allowed to park at Epcot. And so it didn't even occur to me that like a lot of the people that we thought would be taking the monorail would also be taking a bus. Right. And so I, I was, I thought it was going to be like magic kingdom where everybody's trying to get on the monorail, but I was wrong. But either way, we, even if we didn't save any time or actually lost time, 
we got to ride a ride and mm-hmm. get a fun story and yep. it was worth it. And overall, I think New Year's Eve in Epcot was a success and it's definitely worth checking out if you're not afraid of the big crowd and the loud music and um yeah. Yep. Lots of fun. We had a great time. I would definitely do it again. I enjoyed the music. I enjoyed the party atmosphere. I enjoyed uh, being able to get on Remy's with you at the end of the night, which I think was a great idea on your part. And yeah, so lots of fun. I do kind of, I'm a, I have a, not a lot of FOMO, but I kind of wish we had seen what the poly had done, but your you know, mom and brother did it. Was and so irreplaceable too. Absolutely. Like absolutely. the world showcase thing is very cool. I guess the point is, would we do it again? Yes. I would go to Epcot again on New Year's Eve if we found ourselves there. I think, I mean, I, I think of the parks, it was probably the best park option if you wanted to have that kind of an experience. So I think probably the more kid friendly version was probably Magic Kingdom. I probably would have left if we were at Magic Kingdom. I think I would have gotten so frustrated with the crying and tired the strollers, kids yeah. and the strollers. Yeah. No offense to people, which I mean we, we understand completely, but oh, no, yeah, you know, like when you have when you have the option to not have to deal with that, then you may choose not to I deal 100% with that. I one hundred percent sympathize, but the crying, screaming child at midnight when I am also tired is just not something that I'm very good at handling. We saw a family in the UK area. As oh, we were le- so let me, let me tell the story. As we were after le- we were leaving Remy's. So it was like 1.30, okay? Go. We're, we're leaving. It's late. The park, everything has shut. Ow. Everything oh, has sorry. shut. Yeah, you stepped on my foot. <laughs> um, and um, so we're trying to leave. And this, this gentleman... His little girl was in a stroller. She was young. She wasn't in a stroller because she had she had to be because she was too young to walk. She was like two, maybe. And this poor girl was absolutely losing it. She was, and he kept looking at her, going, "What's wrong? I don't understand. Why are you so upset?" But I'm sitting there thinking. She's exhausted and she's freezing. Her blanket had fallen off and she didn't have socks. And it was like the girl is freezing. She is tired. She's probably hungry. That's what's wrong. Start pushing the stroller and leave. (laughs) But he was like, oh, what's wrong? Mom will be here in a minute. It's like, dude, she's done for the night. She's been done for the night since like 9 p.m. She was done by there. She is easily three hours past, easily three or four hours past her sell-by date. Like, I think what happened was she was sleeping and she had woken up or dad needed to change her or something. And her they picked her up and the blanket fell off. And this girl didn't have socks and or anything. And she and was, it was cold. This, I'm going to tell you, it was I, about 40 I've degrees never, and it was cold. I babysit a lot of children and I work with kids at camp. I have never heard a child cry in the way that this child was screaming. Like she was just, it was pure exhaustion and you know, cold. And I was, I just, I just knew that she, all she needed to do was go back to sleep all bundled up. Right. But dad was like holding her out, like over the water, like what's wrong? Is everything okay? No, well, it's like parenting. You never know what to do. He was probably tired too, you know? Yeah. Anyway. All right. Well, New Year's Eve. Our new segment. Good stuff. Well, well let's wrap up New Year's Eve. New Year's Eve. Um, thumbs up, thumbs down. Thumbs, thumbs up. up. Yeah, thumbs up in New Year's Eve. At it was Epcot. Really fun. Lots of fun. If you ever had a chance to do it, we suggest you do it. It gets the Disney assembled stamp of approval. Bam. All right. There it is. The stamp of approval. All right. Segment time? Segment. New segment. All right. Segment. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a new segment. The Disney trivia question of the week from Disney Assembled. I'm going to ask a question. You can email us, disneyassembled.gmail.com. If you get it right, uh, yeah, we'll say thank you. And we'll, 
we'll mention who got it right next week. We'll try to look into getting some little prizes that we can give away. We don't have any prizes this week. So this is just for fun. So if you like doing this for fun, participate. All right. Here's this week's question. What is the name of the university that Tadashi and his friends attend in Big, Big Hero 6? If you know the answer to that question, send it to us, disneyassembled.gmail.com. I guess you could send this to us on our socials, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Twitter TikTok, TikTok all, all at Disney Assembled. And uh, let us know what the answer to that question is. Once again, what is the name of the university that, that Tadashi and his friends attend in Big Hero 6? Don't cheat. <laughs> okay. Don't look it up on the, on the Googles or whatever. Well, you can, I guess. I, we won't know anybody. But yeah, let us know. And uh, yeah, we will uh, yeah. appreciate you for participating in this week's trivia question. All right. Mimi, high five. There we go. Another episode in the can. And uh, happy to do it. Heck yeah. Now that we've talked about it, I want to, you know, I'm, I'm reliving all the excitement I'm of New Year's I'm ready to go Eve. back. <laughs> it's time to start saving. <laughs> all right. Uh, Mimi, how can our friends out there, if they have questions, get in touch with us and tell us about the show? For sure. Like we just said, you can send us an email, disneyassembledandgua.com. Or you can send us a message on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, all at Disney Assembled. But if you guys want to support the show further, link to our Tee Public, Patreon, buy us a Dole Whip, all that fun stuff is on our website, DisneyAssembled.com. Make sure to go check it out. Yeah, we'd really appreciate that. Thank you for your consideration. We also have a YouTube channel. If you haven't subscribed to the YouTube channel yet, please go to YouTube, do a search for Disney Assembled there. We're at Disney Assembled, our handle on YouTube. Hit the subscribe. You know, we'd really appreciate it. we got over 100 subscribers at this point. We'd like to get to that thousand subscriber point because at a thousand subscribers, we can start, you know, YouTube living from our mobile phones and we'd really appreciate that. Heck yeah. Not as worried about the monetization of it, but yeah, if you haven't uh, subscribed to the YouTube channel, we'd really appreciate that uh, for your consideration. Of course, the best thing you do for the show is to tell your friends about it, share it on your social networks. And if you have the opportunity to leave us a rating and review on the podcast player of your choice, we'd really appreciate your consideration uh, for that. All right. Awesome. Mimi, high five again. Good show. Thank you very much. Ladies and gentlemen, we certainly appreciate you listening this week. We hope the episode brought a smile to your face, some extra magic to your day, and that all-important sprinkle of pixie dust to your week. Thanks again for listening, and until next time, see see you real soon. Gentlemen, please collect your belongings, watch your head and step, and take small children by the hand.